BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, and today I've got Remy Casimir. Did I say your name right, Remy? Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Casimir? Casimir. Yeah. I don't know why your last name's freaking me out so fucking much. I, it does it with a lot of people, like comics. They'll be like, wait, what's your last name again? Before they bring me on stage, and then they'll be like, Kermer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get Stretcher. It's uh, one of my faves. Uh, Stripper. I'm like, thank you. Bless. Yeah. They're um, worried with me that if they mispronounce it too, that they're being racist. I'm like, I don't even know where it comes from. Don't worry. <laughs> well, that's a fear always now, you know? Yes. And I truly, I haven't been able to, I can't even say Chris Jones. You know what I mean? I will be like, Jonas. I will fuck every sure, sure, name sure, sure, in sure, the history sure. of names up. So anyway, yeah. um, you know, we're just getting to know each other right here, Jonas. right now Jonas. on the podcast. So Remy is a comedian. Remy also has a podcast called How Come yep. C-U-M. C-U-M. Uh, follow her on Instagram at Remy Casimir. <laughs> <laughs> Which is her full name, uh, R-E-M-Y-K-A-S-S-I-M-I-R. Yeah, what is your, like, what? The background? Where, where, what's what your background, are you? Girl? What are you? Um, so we think Casimir is Polish, maybe. We think as in our entire family. Like my family, like we're not really sure. We know that there was a King Casimir with like a C. That must be it. That's pretty cool. And then but, they just changed it to K to like keep you guys safe. Right. But also like we're Jews. So there's not a likelihood that we were kings. Um, <laughs> I disagree. So uh, Jesus was I, a Jew. I guess Jesus is king as well. <laughs> You're right. You're right. And King Solomon. What am I doing? What are you talking Just about? throwing away the whole testament. I actually grew up with a girl in my town. She was Persian. Mm-hmm. Um, and is she still? I, I, <laughs> well, honestly, if she could get fame or money from giving up her entire life, she would do anything okay. for it because she's a prostitution whore engaged 19 times. Oh, wow. <laughs> she was mean to me in third grade. I'll never fucking forget yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how that goes. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. And she... Told our entire like grade, we, I grew up in a small town, um, that she was a Persian princess. Uh-huh. And I believed her, as did my mother. And then my mom was talking to her mom one day, like after a play date. She was like, I didn't know you guys were, you know, like royalty, Persian royalty. And my mom was being dead ass, like no shade. Yeah, yeah. And her mom was like, ugh, we'll call her Beth. Yeah. She was like, oh, Beth, such a Persian name. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> she was like, Beth has a lying problem. 
Mm. Fast forward to when I met my husband, mm-hmm. the man who was my husband, mm-hmm. my husband. Mm-hmm. And um, literally first night we met and we were playing like, I don't know, just like life geography. Yeah. And he was like, I went to this college and I was like, oh, a girl from my town went to this college. Her name is Beth. Beth. And he was like, I know Beth. I know per- Persian Beth. She's a Persian princess. Yeah. And I oh, said, shut your fucking li- She's still peddling this library in elementary is- school. That's fine. In college, that's crazy. So don't be her. Don't right. be Beth. No, no, I won't. I won't. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I've been thinking about being it. I won't. Um, but also, have you ever told a lie so many times that you start to believe it? Because Beth. Is your name Brian Williams? <laughs> What? Yeah, he told a lie about being like in Vietnam in a chopper. Don't you remember this a while back? Oh, yeah. And he got in so much fucking trouble because like they were like, you were never in Vietnam. And he was like, but I thought I was. And then like some create a false memory. And then there was all these articles that came out that like, well, Brian Williams isn't actually a liar. He just believed his own lie. And I'm like, that's like the definition of like being an actual, what are they called? Sociopath? Yes. 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 (laughs) There was a girl I was roommates with in college. Let's call her Beth. Let's. And Beth would listen to some of my stories that I was say about me and my sister and then retell them to other people about her and her sister to the point that she started believing that those were her stories and then she would tell them back to me. The talented Mr. Ripley? Like Mm, literally. The less talented Beth. (laughs) (laughs) Single white female. Don't say it to me. That is, that's a lifetime movie right there. What a great plot line that is. Yeah. Does she like also just try to like steal your clothes and steal your mans and steal your lives? No, she actually dropped out of school. It was real. She mm. she was a, a huge liar. She dropped out of school to say that she was pursuing an acting career um, when really that it was code for mental breakdown. Oh, MJ. And then she started telling us how well she was, because she fucked us. Can I say fuck on this? Okay. Girl. I don't know, because I got you in trouble. Oh, God. We'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to that. Um, no, so. Um, <laughs> I got you in trouble. Can I say F? Um, <laughs> so, uh, she... Yeah, dropped out, and it was right before we were we had signed the lease of our apartment, so we had to find another because like everybody lived off campus, whatever. Yeah, she really screwed us over, and uh, she was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. This acting opportunity came up. I got a manager. I got an agent. Also, I'm now dating Jesse McCartney." Stop it. Yes. No. Yes. And she'd be like, "I I wish I could come <laughs> visit you guys at school, but like me and Jesse are stop." Yeah pathological liar yes you know it's interesting when if you've ever had the joy and mm-hmm. the blessing of being a pathological liar you mm-hmm. know what we're talking about but it really like until you meet one you don't really understand but like truly there's somebody in my life mm-hmm. like less now than there was before I don't even care if this person knows I'm saying this about them I will do my best to conceal their identity but like this person is older and they are a pathological they like it's mm-hmm. I laugh now yeah because I'm like you literally are lying and lying about like what you have for breakfast. Like, it's the dumbest the thing. The dumbest shit. And like things- Because they can't help it. It's it true. It doesn't matter what they're lying about. It and feels good. I'm at the point where I'm like, does this person even, does this person think we all believe? Does this person believe their own lies? Like, I don't even know if this person is married. This yeah. person says they're married. I truly don't even yeah. know if I believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Sometimes I think that maybe this person's significant other lives in formaldehyde jar, like in, I don't know, the third bedroom. Yep. And uh, it's like a Walt wow, a third bedroom Disney doing well. situation. <laughs> but I'm doing like, doing well, crazy person. <laughs> I mean, really, it's wild. It's wild. Yeah. yeah. No, I often I'm like, how do those people like survive in life? 
Because they just bounce. They, they really pad from, to different people who will buy their bullshit. And then once people start right. to be like, you're bullshit. Because right. initially it's dazzling and it's charming. And, who doesn't want to know a Persian princess? At least entertaining. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I don't know. Liars can be fun. Like, liars I do, are the most fun. I do. My mom always used to say that, like, she's like, you have certain friends for certain things. And your like, mom is so right. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And like, you got your party friends. You got your lying friends. <laughs> <laughs> You got your friends for sex. Yeah, but liars, like, they, at least for entertainment. It, you I can't mean, trust them. Well, at first they dazzle you because they're like, you're like, they're fabulous. And then you find out they're lies. And then you're like, ooh, they're a liar. And then it's like a fun game yeah. that's like one-sided. And yeah. you just always try to figure out what they're lying about. Ooh, I, friends, I can't wait to talk shit about this one person that we both know. I think you know her. Go. She's in the same. Wait, careful. Very little details. No, 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 no. Very little details. We can't. Because the, the audience, everybody this will audience know. is so They'll good. Know. Yeah. Oh, no, God. Let's do it after. Maybe we can do a Patreon episode or Would something. Would you like to, um like, draw the name on my hand so I can, like, you want to... I'll write it in Write the notes. name. Yeah. Because I now now I have to hear this. I mean, I, I live for gossiping. Basically, what I do in my life for my career, my job, is I just get myself in trouble constantly. I knew that's what. I could, it, like... I, I knew. Did you feel? Yeah, I could feel. Okay. Because... Me and our other friend talk about it constantly. Uh-huh. Who we met through the other night. Uh-huh. 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 And uh, uh-huh. I, I actually, <laughs> yes, yes. So, oh, I love this. Okay, yeah. This is like Morse code, but for like gossipy, <laughs> gossipy bitches. Fucking clucking hens. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. So, this bitch. Uh, <laughs> go, go. Like, I just feel... She is the type of person who, A, makes it seem like there is so much going on in her life. But then when she, quote unquote, lets you in, she's like, there's nothing going on. And she doesn't really expose like what she is working with. And then she asks for a lot of your resources and then does not do anything with said resources that you give and then continues to complain. But also it's almost like a Ponzi scheme. Yes. But then also continues to post on social that she's fucking doing so well. And I'm like, who is she confusing right now? Because I remember <laughs> like when she reached out to me the first time, uh-huh. she Be was Be careful. Like, I'm telling you, my listeners are fucking CIA agents. Okay. And they also love to write everything okay. in a social forum. Yeah. I'm just saying, tread lightly. I just recently got in trouble with a friend of mine. Yeah. Who I was talking shit about on the radio show. Yes, oh, I was like, talking whoa. shit. We don't love you if we don't talk shit about you. And it got back to my friend and she was like, fuck you. You mad at me over that? And then I was like, fine. Yes, a little. But like not not as mad as the audience makes it seem. You know, it's like a game of telephone. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying be tread lightly. Yeah, because yeah, if you yeah. say something truly mean. Yeah. Oh, no, I was. <laughs> you're like. <laughs> I wasn't going to say something truly mean because I pity this person. Uh-huh. Like at the end of the day. Uh-huh. Because I don't think they can be getting. They're not living in reality. Right. Yeah. Like, that, like that's the, that, that's the thing. Like, the, when, when you're a pathological liar, is it funny? Yes, but it's also a little sad. Yeah. Because it's like you really are living in an alternate universe. And to think, imagine living in a world where you're Brian Williams and you think you rode in a helicopter mm-hmm. to Vietnam and you didn't. Mm-hmm. That's got to make you feel cray cray AF. Yeah. Because I know, like, it, in my world, my feelings are facts. Sure. And my girlfriend always tells me, no, they're not. And she is the voice of reason in our relationship because I'm the man one and she gets to be the woman one, which means I'm always wrong and always say I'm sorry, even though half the time I don't think I'm fucking wrong. Right. But that's the plight of the man one. And so I love it because she's fucking 
quite frankly, she's gorgeous. So, mm-hmm. that, you know, mm-hmm. like any true red-blooded American man. Yep. I just suck it up for... And, and get boners. <laughs> the boot day. Yeah. Which we're going to talk about. How long have you guys been together? About, like, like coming up on five years. Oh, cute. Okay. Yeah, we're, so like, like, super, like, in love. love. Like, so in love. Yeah. It's, like, crazy. Yeah. Um, But, you know... What the fuck was I just saying? Liars. Liars. Oh, no, but yes. it must be weird to feel crazy. Well, it's scary because haven't we all felt like, wait, wait, yeah. am I being paranoid? Wait, is this yeah. me? Because like, I think especially in girl world, there's like really subtle things, subtle shade, undercutting, like, like the, the best mean girl is actually the girl that most people are like, she's so nice. Totally. Because like the true, like a, an awesome mean girl is like, I'm a bitch. Right. And you're like, yeah, you are. And you own it. And for that, you're actually real. The true right. That's, mean, I was going to say, that's a real girl, not a mean girl. A yes. mean, yeah. Mm. A mean girl is very, very dangerous. She's mm-hmm. like a slippery snake because mm-hmm. she will always, she always wants everyone thinks that she's the sweetest, but really yeah. she's like so subversive and like psychologically disturbed and just, just destroys lives. Yeah. And so for me, I've had a lot of, I, I'm like a magnet to those types of girls. Like the nice mean girl. Yes. I remember I was fighting with this one mean girl. She was my most favorite, most favorite to fight with because these, this is how things would go. Um, she would send me an email that was like, I hate you. You're literally the worst. No one in our friend group likes you. You will never be a part of this crew. Whoa. You have crossed me because I talked about a reality TV star who happened to be her friend. Okay. Not even like her boyfriend or okay. anything. And she was like, you, you called him a hot mess. That's not like a total insult. No. The word hot's in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also he was on the reality TV show and we could all see him as a hot mess. So- also, Christian Siriano coined that term. So it's <laughs> So, and she was like, hot mess, hot mess, hot mess. I was like, I think you were triggered by hot mess. Anyway. Yeah. Basically it was like, I hate you. Fuck you. Like, don't ever talk to me again. Or like any other, other friends. And right. I was like- I Ooh. hate that. So I got this email and I cried like at work because it came through my email. And then I remember um, like somehow like our friends like were like, that's not a cool email. Mm-hmm. And somebody who was important enough for her to listen to talked to her and they were like, you got to apologize because yes. like this shit ain't cool. Like you, yeah. were, you was wrong and it happens, whatever. And you're doing the whole thing of I don't like you and also so does that, no that one else. gang up mentality. It's like you, you can dislike me all the live long yeah. day, yeah. but like you don't get like the whole team like to pile on. But it doesn't even on. mean that they did get the whole team. They, they just, just said it. Yep. And for somebody like I, I'm a spiraler I'm already thinking if one person's mad at me, that means the entire world is mad at me. Everyone they've ever spoken to also hates me. Yeah. So if they put that confirmation that they're like, yeah, I don't like you. And also this is something that we all discuss. I'll be like, oh my God, I'll fucking leave. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'll, I'm I'll run. I'll find a home. I'll, I'll find a new home. What are those? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking, what are these? A little, uh, I'm a little crab. I'm a little crab that lives in a little periwinkle. Yeah. I'm a little, what are they called? They're not horseshoe crabs. They are horseshoe crabs, aren't <laughs> they? Horseshoe crabs. Don't horseshoe crabs leave their shells? There's little guys that live in, you know, whatever the crab is. Hermit crab. Hermit crab. I'm a hermit crab. Yes. I'll find a new home. Yeah. Different in than Antarctica. a lily pad leaper <laughs> who just leaps from lies. Well, I also do that too. So I'm confused about what kind of animal. As long as you're honest with yourself. <laughs> well, that's the whole confusion that's the though. Whole thing, yeah. And so she emailed me and said, I'm so sorry you misinterpreted my email. Oh God. Ugh, apology of the century, brava. Least apology, apology. So I said, this one's a problem. And then we just, I mean, I tried. I would say she would say she tried. Mm. She didn't. Um, but it, like, I remember one of our last grand finale fights. She was like, 
we were going back and forth. And I was saying, you got to stop with like the gang up mentality. Mm-hmm. You and I, I just said to her, straight up, we fucking don't like each other. Mm-hmm. We don't mesh well. And that's cool because sometimes people don't. Guess what? I don't think you're cute or funny. You don't think I'm cute or funny. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. But let's like, we have enough people in common. We just got to be at peace and cordial and cut it out with like the, who's on my team? Yeah. And then she was like, I'm not mean. I don't even know what you're talking about. And I was, and she was like, all my friends love me. That was the argument. And I was like, that's not an argument. And all my friends don't love me, but at least I know that. So at least I'm a little more honest with myself than you are. Yeah, but all my friends love me. First of all, whose friends love you? Who you don't think friends love you? Eh, yeah, and then also can't get, get like can't stand. Basically, you. she was saying my all my I've never had a complaint in the friend oh, department. Oh, oh, right. And you're the mean girl. Yeah. Because we all have got complaints about each other. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. So then I said to her. So you're telling me you, you can never be mean. That's what you're telling me. And she said, never. I can never. I've never been mean to one person in my life. I said, oh, what about the time you took Brownie and you went to your like ex-roommate old best friend who was the, your new enemy's car in college uh-huh. and you took a Brownie from Starbucks and you wiped the Brownie in hot weather. It was summer and they were in like a state that was hot oh. and wiped Brownie on the brand new. It was like, it was like a cream colored, like, like really high end SUV yeah. with like cream interior brownie oh. on all the handles. So when you touch it, you get brownie all over you. And the summer was opening, you dropped the brownie in into the, oh the gorgeous my exterior. God. And she went like this. She didn't be like, Oh, that was that mean. was mean. She went, I knew you were talking, Bobby, behind my back. To which I then said to her, you told me that story. Hilarious. And then it was, oh, well, all my friends love me. And that's when I was like, you're one of those girls. You're one of yeah. those girls. Because it's like, if I, like, I, of course I've been the mean girl in scenarios. Also, I don't want to have a circular conversation with anyone. Ugh. Like, I'm a very, like, results-driven person. And, like, I'm like, if we're just going to keep, like, I don't even talk to my mom. No, I'm just kidding. I love my mom. But literally, but she has a thing where, like, she'll, we'll be making an argument and then she'll, like, <sighs> Like the 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 arg- the snake will eat its tail. Literally, you know what it, I mean. And, and like, nothing gets resolved. But what do you do? Do you just like agree to disagree? Yes. But see, that's when you love someone. You can agree to disagree when yes. you love somebody. But yeah. sometimes you don't but, like. There's but no person that it's. There's no. I'm like this woman. Fucking raised me. I love. There's a lot of things I love about her. So I can I can put aside the fact that like our conversations don't go the best. Yeah. You know, like that's just something. But with somebody who's like a liar, not nice to you, shitting on you to all your friends, like. You don't need to put in the time or the work because you're never going to feel fulfilled from it. Exactly. Because there's givers and there's takers. Exactly. And the takers keep on taking. If they're not taking from you, they're going to find another person to take from. Ain't that true? Yeah. Those actually are hermit crabs. Those are real hermit crabs. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but like, no, those hermit crabs like go stab someone and then, <laughs> and then steal their. They don't find an empty shell. Yeah. They find like the like most beautiful. Yeah. Well landscaped shell. <laughs> <laughs> with lacquer furniture. It's beautiful. And all their friends love their shell. <laughs> I want your shell. Um, but I remember that that was somebody who was really good at making me feel like, oh my God. Because there was so like little lack of culpability on her part. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, listen, I know I did this and this and this and this, but like you literally don't think you did anything. And then it makes you feel like, am I a crazy person? Yeah. Is this all in my head? Am I literally making things up? And so then when you hear stories about Brian Williams making things up, then you're like, oh my God, maybe I'm a pathological liar. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. You know? Mm-hmm. You gotta- but I feel like if you're considering it, like sometimes I'm like, ugh, I'm a fucking narcissist. And I'm like, but do real narcissists even, and I, so that I think I'm like a narcissist light. 
Me too. Diet so- soy narcissist. Two <laughs> percent. Oh man, zero percent non-fat narcissist. Yeah, I feel like yeah. If you ask those questions, those are self-aware, self-reflective yeah. questions. It means you're in better shape than somebody who doesn't. Yeah. If you are never asking yourself those questions, am I a bad person? You probably got a problem. Then you're a bad person. Yeah. yeah. If you've never, if said, you've never asked that. Oh my god. Yeah. If you say I've never been mean. You're you're wrong. You're the meanest person in the room. Yeah. So there's that. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Kopari. With everything that's going on, I don't know, in the world, we're stressed, ops, and it's time to just chill the F out. I know, I know. It's easier said than done, but... Sometimes it's truly as simple as taking a few moments to yourself to soothe your body and your mind. And one of my favorite ways to do such a thing is with CBD products from Kopari. I use Kopari for deodorant for a while, and you've probably heard of them as the organic vegan premium grade coconut oil product company. And it's that same attention to the ingredients that makes their CBD line one that you can actually feel safe with. Kopari's products use the only full spectrum CBD whole plant powder on the market, combined with their famous, oh, and you gotta love it, coconut oil for maximum absorption and ultimate nourishment. Kopari is as dedicated to sustainable and quality sourcing with their CBD plants as they are with their coconuts. So if you've got any aches, any kinks in your muscles, anything that needs, well, relief, their CBD body calm cream and recovery balm go on smooth and they feel, ugh, amazing. Also, Kopari CBD deodorant can help soothe inflammation and has the freshest herbaceous lavender scent. Also, please remember it's CBD, not THC. Their coconut CBD products will not get you high, okay? They're just going to calm you and soothe you with some of nature's biggest power players paired to perfection, truly. Okay, so if you've been wanting to see what all the CBD hype is about, let this be the nudge you need. You can get 15% off all CBD products right now when you go to koparibeauty.com slash TOT. That's koparibeauty.com slash TOT for 15% off your order. Kopari Beauty, K-O-P-A-R-I Beauty, B-E-A-U-T-Y dot com slash T-O-T. And now... Back to the podcast. We're bonding. The meanest person in the room. And I love it. No, I can't wait to like really get into this shit. Really delve. Okay, so now because I am such a mean girl, I'm going to yell at you. Yeah, please. I'm not going to yell at you. No, you already Um, did. So Remy. (laughs) So Remy and I were just at the Summer House uh, season four premiere party together. I know of Remy because Remy came on my radio show, the Taylor Shucker show, when Mm -hmm. I was out on, I think, tour with Stassi. My Facebook page is like constantly active. Literally, I call the radio show reality radio because it's almost like the way people respond to like a Vanderpump Rules Mm -hmm. or like a Real Housewives Mm -hmm. episode where they're like, they want to nitpick everything apart. And it's like, did you hear the way that person sighed? They don't even like each other. And they're always looking for the scandy and the drama. And truthfully, half the time, they're absolutely right. And then half the time, they're like pulling shit out of thin air. But like, it's Fucking delightful, dramatic entertainment. I enjoy it. And I, I encourage want to it. be part of it. It's really great. Send me the link. So like drama. And of course, like there's a Facebook page where like all the shit goes down. But then of course there's Instagram where people can like contact me, comment, yeah. DM me, yeah. all the fun stuff. So I always get like, I mean, trolls are just a part of my life, honey. And yeah. I wear like a badge of honor. Like You I just, ain't doing well unless you got trolls, honey. <laughs> so I just, I mean, I get ones that are like, just like brutal. But my recent one I got was like, I posted a picture of 
deviled eggs from Weight Watchers because I'm a Weight Watchers. Uh-huh. And this girl was like, ew, could you just try to be like a little classy like ever in your life? Oh, God. I just said, girl, I can't and I shan't. Like, oh, I, tr- I truly can't. And this is not the form for it. But I like on a reggie basis, I'm getting like ridiculous. Th- like I get stuff like that. And then I get stuff like your life is terrible. You're terrible. I oh, hate you God. so much. I'm going to unsubscribe to your show and get everyone I know to unsubscribe to. Uh. And I'm like, don't do that thing where you pull everyone in. Yeah. So I'm used uh, yeah, to. Yeah, I was going to. I just wish the people that try to put us on blast had more followers. Am I right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, if you're going to be a badass bitch, then how about you do this? Fight your own fucking battles without like an army of like lemmings behind you. Yeah, I have a, a big problem. There's a, a huge um, faction of comics actually, and podcasters who will call out even their followers by name if like they slide into their DMs and they say something they don't like. Like I always like blur the name. Mm-mm. I'll leave the face maybe sometimes. I don't do any of it because I'm scared that somehow they're going to flip it on me and be like, you made everybody be mean to me. And it's like, well, um, you sent me a message. Right. I mean, but also I don't want to, I know people who send you messages. They're in a bad place. That's a good and point. We are in, in a public fucking domain where we've got followers. We could sick people on them and make them have a horrible, to the point that they kill themselves. We could. And I've seen people, comics, do it to other comics that they don't like. Like, people have doxed each other and like, I just don't play in that arena. Like, I think that is one of the shittiest things you can do. It's shitty. I recently had a situation where there was a podcast that was talking about me. Um, they also got a hold of a private documents for my st- my my opening stand-up for Stassi's tour. Oh, God. And I felt like that was really creepy. Yeah. And they never let me know they had their hands on it. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, mistakes happen. Like, just be like, it's a business courtesy. Be like, hey, you said this by mistake. I'll delete it. No big deal. But like, that was never... That Mm -hmm. exchange never occurred and then read it on their podcast. So I felt like it was ick. So I talked about it on my radio show, of course. And um, yeah, they they ended up taking down their podcast. I didn't actually Mm -hmm. listen to it. So I guess they got served a little bit of um, consequence. Probably a little backlash. But but that was the only time that that's like I've ever like, well, I've called out other people before, but when here's my thing. If you're a public figure, you're fair fucking game because you put yourself out there in the public forum. If you're private, then I feel like I will block your face because I yeah. don't think that that's fair. But I will say that they got a lot of backlash from it. And like there was a part of me that like I didn't ask my audience to backlash, but I felt bad that there was yeah. backlash. I really did because like I'm not looking down to take any like I'm not looking to ruin anybody's career, or take anybody down. Mm-hmm. I don't want bad karma. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it's difficult, you know, and there is a fine line between like, well, what's the secret and what's private and what's not. Right. It's tough. There, there's, we'll just agree to disagree, but but there are no, there's so many podcasts that are podcasters. Like there's so many people that I openly want to talk shit on who have done like horrible things to me and I'm sure have talked about me, Uh but I'm like, nah, you know what? Like I just won't help them next time. I mean, fair, but I'm a petty, petty princess. Yeah, I love a petty princess as well. <laughs> I can't. Maybe I, I should be more boy. Be a petty, petty princess with me. One of them, though, I like, I had uh, waited long enough uh, to talk the shit. And I was thinking about it for yes. such a long time that the beef went away, that we made up. And oh, now no. I don't even have the shit to talk about. And I'm like, huh. I mean, that's- what am I, an adult? Oh, fuck that. Weird. No, get oh. back in a fight. Okay, I'm a little petty princess <laughs> and I hate you. Have me on your podcast. I deserve it. <laughs> so uh, we were at this party together yes. and I walked up to you and I said, you got me in so much trouble with my yep. listeners. And here's the thing. So I am used to getting like, 
neg- negative feedback about myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. on the regular. But so I have a system in place and it's like the... I'm not going to actually tell the audience the system because then I feel like the trolls are going to sure. abuse it. But there's like a certain number of people that it's like, I'm going to let it go because there's the, si- there's the loud minority yes. and then there's the silent majority. And it's like a lot of people just listen, enjoy, and like that's where it ends. Uh-huh. So I can't like let seven noisy people that are the same people dictate everything. Sure. Wait, half I of haven't them, even seen these comments. I'm so scared. Well, I don't even have them on me. So don't worry. I'm not like going to read them to you, but I'm just going to give you the gist of them. But it was like... I like over a certain number of DMs that I'll get about one singular thing uh-huh. that's like pointed in specific. I'll be like, okay, now I have to like at least take note because like yeah. the audience does deserve to have a voice to some yeah, degree. Yeah, yeah. So I was away on tour and you know, the uh, the co-hosts are feeling, are like holding down the fort and like they're bringing on guests with them. And so yep. it happened to be Remy's day and Remy's podcast is called How Come? How Come C-U-M. So she talks about sex and this is the thing is I'm the prudish prude in the entire world. And that's kind of weird because I'm late in life lesbian, which seems a little like naughty and risque. No, lesbians, just like straight women, can be prude. <laughs> they, I am prude through and through, <laughs> yeah. regardless of what, yeah. you know, sexuality category I fall yeah. into. So um, my audience, therefore, mm-hmm. they're a reflection of me to some degree. Yeah. I'm dramatic. They're dramatic. Yeah. I'm petty. They can be petty. Yeah. I'm a prude. They can be prudes. Yeah. So all the prudes reached out to me and they were like, oh my God, this girl Remy was on and there was so much sex and da 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 da, da. And so I was like, well, who is this Remy? And what is she doing? I don't even remember that being like one of the most sexual conversations that I've had. That's terrifying. So here's but the thing. I want to re-listen to it though. So I will say at the time there was somebody who worked here. I won't say his name and he is gay. Uh-huh. He's a gay man. And he makes me blush. I am approved, but like the, the he the way he talks about sex, it is like very like yeah, yeah. He's a black diamond skier, and I'm on the I'm on the bunny sure. slope. Okay, yeah. so I'm even like la la la. I can't even listen to it. So it and also don't forget my radio show is on in the morning. Mm-hmm. So this is a morning drive. So there is a, a time of day makes a difference. Like yeah. this podcast you listen to whenever. I feel like we can get even more risque because you choose when you're listening and you're saying I'm ready yeah uh uh-huh yeah um so apparently what for a lot of people cross line it wasn't you Remy Mm. I found out through investigation Mm. it was this guy and when he was talking about eating buttholes great so (laughs) that's where the line people were just like that's a lot and it's not a gay thing because straight people eat buttholes too I was gonna say when you said it was about eating buttholes I was like was I doing my stand-up on a podcast (laughs) or like on a radio show because I have one joke about how my boyfriend likes to do that to me and I uh-huh. don't really enjoy it but I'll be there. Wait, so you don't enjoy it when he does it to you or you don't want to reciprocate? He's never asked me to reciprocate but I, I just don't get any uh, enjoy. I don't like it when it's happened but I don't dislike okay, it. Okay, so, so you're, you're neutral. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you're like, whatevs. If it, like, if it makes here. you happy, yeah. <laughs> I'll just watch Enjoy. TV. You're like, instead of facing like the wall, can I face the television and yeah. put on yeah. Sex and the City? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll respond to my tweets. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I think it was like, it was a little too graphic for the morning. Honestly, I haven't even listened to it, so I don't even know. I want to listen to it. But I remember um, it caused quite the stir and it was like, it was just a funny thing for a moment. And truthfully, like of everybody that was in the room, I think it was, it was definitely Sean Kilby. 
Mm-hmm. It might have even been Andrew Laventhal, but but like people were like, I was loving it. I was here for it. And a lot of my listeners were like, listen, because once I was like, yo, 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 shit's out of control. Then all the silent majority come out and they're like, I liked Wait, it. Wait, that was fun. Right. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah, people yeah. were like, I liked it. You never talk yeah. about sex, you fucking prude. So anyway, I was like, people were saying you and I had to get together because oh, yeah. it would be such an interesting experiment. So you have to come back on the radio show and it's not even to redeem yourself because you are redeemed in the eyes of many. I, yeah. But I did say the first time I met you, which was recently, you got me in so much trouble. Honestly, it was one of the most fun ways I've ever met a person (laughs) is a a woman barreling through a crowd of people at a reality show Wasted. Wasted. (laughs) You got me in trouble because of licking butts. (laughs) I was like, what? But then it was like, I'm Taylor. And I was like, oh, Taylor. Because also, I feel like everyone has said, like, of our friends, not the listen, but like, have been like, you guys need to chill. I know everybody, everybody. And I'm, you know what? It's like, what? We're like 25 minutes in and like, I get it. Yeah, I get it. What's your sign? I'm a Pisces. Awesome. What are you? for me. I'm a Virgo. I don't know anything about astrology. Great. You're just in my wheelhouse. Really? What's a Virgo do? Um, We're anal as fuck. Um, We're really- Unintended. Oh, (laughs) oh, ding, ding, ding. Um, (laughs) We have bells in the studio. Amazing. I've never done Foley work before, but that was fun. Um, Yeah, no, I, uh, Virgos are crazy. Um, I don't wish one on anyone, but we are fiercely loyal friends. I love that. Um, We are like very analytical and like we'll nitpick you, but to make you better. Okay. I'm here for that actually. And we love love. And you love love. And we're a little bit childish. What's a Pisces? I really don't even know. I actually kind of feel I'm like right on the cusp. Yeah. I feel more like I must be like an Aquarius than a Pisces. Because I like to me, Pisces are like gentle, yeah, artistic. Yeah. And I feel like I'm like, eh, no, like, no, obnoxious. I'm, I mean. And I'm loud true, and not gentle. True. No, um, <laughs> My dad's a Pisces, and uh, they're smart as fuck. Um, but I do, also don't. I, but I do see I Aquarius for you because I have a lot of close Aquarius. And what's Aquarius like? Just like fucking cool badass people Ooh. that like march to the beat of their own drum. That's definitely me. Yeah. And I and I've tried to stifle it. So this is a perfect segue, honestly, into the whole sex talk. So. Mm. Here's a little history. I want you to help me. Like, you are very comfortable in your sexuality, correct? I'm working on it still. Okay. So then let's go back a little bit. So then why a podcast all about, you know, sex? Okay. So the podcast, in fact, was not about sex. Uh, The podcast started because I had never had an orgasm ever. I was 27 when I conceptualized it. I had been doing stand-up for, I think, three years. Okay. And I had dealt with not having orgasms before like I had one boyfriend where I was like I was like 24 and I saw for the first time that other women were coming like friends of mine because it wasn't really something spoke of before that like yeah like that makes sense I didn't think women did it like we learned in health class that guys needed to jack off but nobody was ever like female masturbation is really important right there's a reason that uh women like oral sex as well like I just didn't get it I thought it was all about intercourse and the hole and stuff. And I, I was, actually thought that truly when I would have sex with guys, I was like, no, this is like for him. It's like maintenance. Right. I never was like, it's right. for me. It felt like a chore, like doing the laundry or going yeah. to the gym. Yeah. But that's like a lot of what pop culture tells you too, is this, the guy 
is only in it for sex and the girl is only in it for love. Whereas like, no, women really like sex and, you know, like yep. if if it's done right and if it's... Uh, if you're in the right frame of mind, I have to say too. Yeah. I have so much shame. I cannot fucking shake it. And trust me, yeah. becoming a lesbian did not help in the shame category. I love how you say becoming a lesbian. You're I know. Like, you can't even say coming out. It's I okay. know. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'm I'm honestly on the track too because I'm, I'm fucking gay and uh, <laughs> I, it's, I've just told my parents. Wait, 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 wait. You said you had a boyfriend. I do. I do. I mean, I'm straight too. I'm bi. I'm pan. Oh, you're bi. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are, you're queer. I'm queer. I'm here. I'm queer. I'm Casimir. <laughs> um, so you're coming out to your parents. You did. You have. You haven't. Yeah, I did. Um, you know, it's really interesting because you don't have to. You don't have to, especially when you're in a heterosexual relationship. Yeah, like if I was not with my girlfriend, I would have never. Well, first of all, I would never have even actualized it. Yeah. So yeah. there's that. Yeah. Um. But wait, you go first, and then. But we'll sorry, go. no. So um. So I. You thought Realize, sex was for guys. I thought sex was for guys. I thought women weren't coming. The women who were, were coming were like the Samantha Joneses that were getting penetrated and screaming. Yes. And I'd been having sex since I was like 16. So I was like, okay, maybe orgasms aren't for me. And it also seems like they're not for most women because mm-hmm. most women weren't talking about it. Like maybe right. I just didn't have good friends, but nobody was talking about it with Honestly, me. Honestly, I do think that there is like um, a big percentage of women, especially in terms of generational women, yeah. um, where they still, even they'll be married for a long yes. time and they're still, they'll still deny that they love sex. I don't know if it's an act of prudishness. I don't know if it's genuine. Yeah. I don't know if they just get tired. My dad is a doctor, so he feels like he can talk about sex with me, which is very uncomfortable. And he'll always be like, you know, like... My dad, too. My dad's... Really? What kind? He's a dermatologist. My dad's an ophthalmologist. Cool. Um, but he does give me my Botox. Wonderful. Love it. Love him for that. Really, he's a blessing. My dad won't give me my Botox yet. He <laughs> says I'm not ready. <laughs> Your dad's a dick. Uh, you should go to my dad. He'll inject the, the shit out of your face. And my dad just thinks I'm like so beautiful. And I'm like, oh my God, you're Oh, wrong. mine doesn't. So he always <laughs> injects me. <laughs> Kate Bosworth grew up in my town. So my dad was always like, Taylor, uh, you have a great personality. But you'll Let never me be give Kate. You <laughs> no, like truly. He like pops the blue contact into one of your eyes. <laughs> Kate. Get on this surfboard, Kate. You are my blue crush. Bob's one blue contact. If you get that joke, you f- if you know, you know. You if you know don't, Bosworth. fucking Google it. Yeah. It's the best stupid slag. <laughs> She's so, so hot. It's stupid. It's so stupid. Like the fact that we didn't realize we were gay when that movie came out <laughs> is just dumb. I literally dated my first boyfriend because she told me to. Yeah. I didn't even like him. I liked her. Amazing. I think. Yeah. I'm confused. Anytime still. I've been mad at a girl. <laughs> It's because I love them. You know, like I've always been like, oh, I, I hate her. She's my enemy. And I'm like, no, you want to have sex with her. Well, maybe I hate Emily Ratajkowski. You want to have sex with Emily I Ratajkowski. don't want to have sex with anybody but my girlfriend. Wait, I'm very uncomfortable. It's okay. <laughs> Everybody wants to have sex with Emily Ratajkowski. We just no. Keep close her mouth. I no. hate her. Yeah, I know. I love her. I know. I'm confused. Her boobs are so heavy and gray. <laughs> But bottom heavy titties. Anyway, I so. would not have come out if I, I wasn't in yeah. this you know relationship because it was like so fucking scary. Yeah, it's really. Oh yeah, scary. my dad talking about sex and women. My dad feels like um, Viagra should be illegal, mm-hmm. which makes him a king um, <laughs> because he said that it's not fair. It throws off biology because women they get older, they go through menopause, they don't 
secrete the way they once did. Sure. Um, this is truly how he talks to me. And um, and then men have, you know, have very high sex drives. The average man has a higher sex drive than the average woman in my dad's medical mind. Mm. My dad also said he realized he he figured out why my girlfriend Taylor, also Taylor, is a lesbian. <clears throat> he said, Oh, I know why she's a lesbian. I said, Oh, Dad, please, please embark. Like Please give me your Harvard. God made her that way. Graduate BU yeah. Medical School theory I want to on be this. You. Shut up! Oh, we're oh sisters. my God, we are sisters. <laughs> um, he said it's because she's so tall, and uh, uh, the boys wanted to dance with her in middle school. Oh no! <laughs> I said, Dad, you're a. It's so cute. Old people are so cute. They are cute. They're from a different generation. Yeah. He tried. You know what? And God bless him. He loves me so much. He loves her so much. Mm-hmm. And he tries to be so here for it. But he just has moments of like utter confusion. Sure. And also, I think that me not meeting a man makes my dad question his own purpose on this earth. If I'm being totally oh self-reflective, like I think that he's kind of projecting his own like fears of like. Who am I now? Yes, and like his inherent sexism. That is not his fault. <laughs> Listen, we all deal with it. Like, you have to confront the fact that you're like, yeah, I think women are dumb. And then you're like, wait, 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 no, they're great. Um, <laughs> but he said that Viagra keeps men too, like, you know. There's a, a female one, though, coming out. I mean, that has now that's what works. Up. And there's like a lot of stuff. I'm, I feel we're very fortunate to be in a time where like there is a lot of headway being made in like the vulva owning sexual space. Yes. Um, so if those it was who actually, don't know a vulva is a vagina, it's just the accurate way of referring the to the vagina. The whole thing. The vagina is only the whole. Yeah. And the vagina is the only thing we get taught about because that's what you're, that's what you're here for. You worthless hole. <laughs> <laughs> so basically we're taught about the vagina, which is the whole yeah. because that's where babies are created mm-hmm. and life is, is, mm-hmm. is burst through. Mm-hmm. Got it. But the vulva includes so many other parts that are so much fun for us. Yeah. Um, that we just don't that's get never taught about, about the vulva? in school. That's no, fucking crazy. Nobody tells you about like the clitoris or how important it is. Like if they do, it's a very cursory thing. Like they don't mm-hmm. tell you like, uh, like I wish in health class they had been like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So if you have sex, you can get an STD, you can get pregnant, but, but, but there's this other thing you can do called masturbating and you don't get either of those things ever. Yep. And you still get sexual fulfillment and you also don't have to spend your entire life, Remy Casimir, trying to fin to a mold that men would like so maybe they would fuck you and you could feel good sexually. <laughs> like then you could just maybe be yourself, have amazing orgasms and then attract people who just like you. So so guess what? I started I, a podcast. I don't orga- I, I don't orgasm. I don't masturbate. I don't okay. know how. Okay. I maybe toys? have tried it. I, my best friend from college took me to the porn store and forced me porn to buy sto- the, por- the porn it's store. It's a toy store, not a porn store. The por- It was a porn it was store. A, oh, it was a porn it, store I'm old. with toys? No, you got to go to a toy store, like no, a babe. that didn't exist a- in Ithaca, New York. How old are... Oh, okay. I'm okay, okay, 21. Okay. No, no, no. But we're talking a while ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let, please don't make me say my age. I'm not saying your age. What, I'm do just, you want to know how much I weigh? No, I just thought this was like last week. And I was like, don't go to a porn star in like Times Square, you weirdo. No, it was a porn store. Okay. And I bought like a vibrator. I decided to go with the like least offensive one, which wasn't a dick to mm-hmm. me because I was a lesbian. Um, yeah. But <laughs> I was like, Still, ew, oh, penises. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah. So I got a bunny. The rabbit. No, oh. a tiny little jelly bunny. It looked like it was pink. Uh-huh. And she said, go in your room and masturbate and don't come out until you had an orgasm. And I was in there just like futzing around, folding my sweaters. Yeah. I couldn't do it. There was so much pressure with the audience out there. Yeah. And I came out and said, I can't do this. 
There have been times that I have been moved to masturbate, I will say. Sure. Um, I could literally name them all because that's how infrequently it happens. That's why. Um, True Blood, there was a scene with Jason yes! Stackhouse. Yes. Where Jake and Jason Stackhouse is getting jerked off by the preacher's wife, who is Anna. Yes. What's her face? Anna Camp. Anna Camp. If that doesn't say something about my upbringing. And she's going, ah, Jason. <laughs> Jason, you are here for me. And we're going to be together. Oh, my God. So that was the first time. And then, I don't know. That's interesting. So like your not, sex drive is yeah. high or low? Oh, low. That's low, for low, sure. Low, low, it's low. 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 But here's okay. the thing. I used, I convinced myself that sex, people were just born with different sex drives. So they are. for a long time, I thought men like sex and women don't. No. Then I realized people. I had friends who were such sluts. Mm-hmm. So I was like, wait a second. They're not lying. They're true thing. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, there are some women who like, I, I, there, there are some women who have high sex drives and some men with high. And then I realized when I dated a guy, he also had a low sex drive. I thought, mm-hmm. perfect, we should get married. Because, yeah. and we did. Um, And now we're divorced. But I was like, because we both have low sex drives, or at least he maybe he doesn't bug me. Maybe he masturbates a lot. I don't care. Yeah. All I know is he's not bugging me for sex all the time. Yeah. And yet we seem to get along well. We like to like party and go to nightclubs together. We should like totally get married and spend the rest of our lives together. Yeah. Um, and so then I convinced myself that it was about finding sex drive compatibility. Mm. But I'm now divorced and and like not having that connection was really bad for us. Like it got to the point where we couldn't even hug and feel a connection. Right. I, I mean, I think sex drive compatibility is like actually very exciting, but it's does when the sex does happen, is it compatible? If Great. the answer is no, then like no. that that sucks. That'd be a negatory. Um, I was always like, oh my God, like, okay, so guys are the horny ones and girls aren't, but I'm really horny. So I'm going to be the best girlfriend and it's going to be so exciting for these guys. And then most of the guys that I've dated have a way lower sex drive than me. So then that becomes a whole thing where I'm like, am I not sexy? Am I no, no, no. But that's not even what it means either. It's just like people this are different. This is important. My girlfriend has a higher sex drive than me yeah. and I am so madly in love with her. It's beyond, I'm, she's a goddess. Yeah. If she leaves me, bye. I'm leaving this earth because I can't without her. I'll like she's everything. Oh my God, together, sisters. Yeah. Sisters. <laughs> okay. But... She, you know, I, I definitely, th- th- this is something that I, in t- the 2020, t- the 2020, 2020, the 2020 me wants to work on because I'm so in love and I never want to make her feel unattractive, unloved, yeah. unfulfilled yeah. because like that is so important to me for her to be happy. And I, you know, if I did anything that contributed to her leaving me, mm. I would never forgive myself. Yeah. So I need to figure out how to up my sex drive and or what? you can figure out. So what? We have done now. Okay. So fast forward. I, st- I started a podcast because mm. I can't come. I was like, I want to learn how to do it. So I lit- I wanted to be held accountable because people would give me tips and tricks, but then I'd like give up because I'd be like, I'm broken. It's never happened. It's That's not for me. me. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so then I was like, I'll start a podcast. I'll be held accountable. People will give me the assignments on air, which they did. Every episode in the beginning was somebody tells me about the first time they came, which is still par for the course. Very exciting. Uh, those stories are wild. Wild. Um, I don't even think I can remember. And then they would give me an assignment that I had to do for the next week. Yes, I can. And <laughs> Oh, you can? Okay, we'll get to that uh-huh. after this. Uh-huh. Okay, so... I finally, I like episode six, spoiler alert, all you have to do is listen to the first six episodes of episode or season one. If you want to do all the uh, assignments, a lot of people do. A lot of women came from assignment one, a lot of them for the first time. Wow. Like, we've had 400 women have their first orgasms 
around the globe because of the podcast, because of doing the assignments. Wow. So by episode six, I had come and I did it with a toy. Um, I tried toys before. I tried vibrators. I tried dildos. But I, I wasn't really focused on like the clit. I didn't know that that was where it was at. And I had this toy. I have it still. Um, an air pulse arouser. They are a new type of toy. Womanizer makes them, Satisfier makes them, Plus One makes them, uh, Sweet Vibrations. And it creates, it's like a little like like circle that goes around your clit and creates like a blowjob sensation for your clit. No, yeah. we can get blowjobs too? Exactly. <laughs> I call them orgasm dementors because I'm a Harry Potter fan. It's just it, like, it feels like it's sucking your soul out in the best way. Um, <laughs> Wait, I have a question. Yeah. Can a human do that? They can. Okay, because I, my only fear is like, I don't want like sex robots to take over the world. It won't take over. Because they're going to take all of our jobs. Okay, and then, like, how about this? The second robots can be funny, we're all fucked. Taylor, do you like your dishwasher? I love my dishwasher. Does it make your life easier? Yes. Would you rather do it by hand because that's how your parents used to do it? No. Okay. So my boyfriend, instead of having to suck on my clit whenever I'm horny, <laughs> which is four times a day, usually... I'm not, he didn't sign up for this where no. I'm just like, get down there. That would be exhausting. That would be crazy. It would be parched where we smoke so much weed. It would be impossible. So what we do now is. He would be your literal sex he slave. He would be my slave. Um, he would not like that. Um, he already cooks for me. Like it's too much. Um, but he, what I do now is whenever I'm horny, instead of nudging him, which I used to do to him and my ex, hey, I'm horny. Can we do? And then they'd go, Oh, not now. And then I would sit there stone-faced, maybe cry sometimes. Yeah. He doesn't like me. He doesn't think I'm sexy, whatever. Now, mm-mm. I just grab my thing. I go, okay, well, I can I can do bad all by myself. And then I put it on and I'm usually coming within 30 to a minute. You know, but like, okay, I, have a, I have a question. <clears throat> and this is going to expose that I do have, I, I know how to have an orgasm. Thank God, because mm-hmm. I'm a lesbian. That's mm-hmm. when I was like, mm-hmm. I do like sex. Mm-hmm. I get this. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that the longer it takes, the like better the orgasm. Totally. So that's my only thing with these quick orgasms is like, they're kind of like, yeah, I mean, there's levels. But ultimately, the answer to that question is, did it satisfy you enough? That you're not asking anymore. Yes. You know, Um, because I can have like a few little waves that aren't a full orgasm. But if that's what I was seeking in that. What if you like never get horny? Like very rarely am I like, I need to have an orgasm. And I actually feel bad for people. (laughs) I feel that's okay. Yeah. I feel like you don't have to judge yourself for that. Yeah, I know. But it doesn't make you like a really um, desirable partner. Are you still giving? Yes. And that's all that matters. Okay. I know. I know. But I feel Honestly. like sometimes, especially Taylor, I feel like in same sex relationships, I'm telling you. I'm telling, telling you. Telling you my truth. Okay. I feel like if if it's just constantly me and my girlfriend and her get being fulfilled, I think she would feel like, what's like, why aren't you turned on by me? Why don't you want this? Like, mm. I think that that would make her feel insecure. I'm not, I don't think I know mm-hmm. you're editing this, honey. I love you. Mm-hmm. But like, that's the thing is that like- that's something that that for me is like she wants me to want it more. Yeah. And like for a while it was she wanted it. I was like being lazy. Uh-huh. Also, I've gained a ton of weight. So I don't want to see myself naked. Honestly, I that's feel you. huge. Yeah. Pun intended. So I <laughs> like literally I'm like everybody wear a blindfold. Yeah. Like Harvey Weinstein wanting people to watch him shower. What kind of monster? I mean, I know he's a monster, but we all know that. But like, like the self-confidence it's on very him. Very unsettling. <laughs> 
I thought you wore a t-shirt in the pool. Why are you showing us your no balls? What's happening? <laughs> Jesus. So nuance, man. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, um, yeah. So in the beginning, when we first together, it was like hot and heavy and it would, yeah. we were both into it. And it was like, inc- it was crazy. That's definitely the first time I had an orgasm. Cause I was like, I have never felt this before. With this her? is wild. Yes, Yay! for sure. Amazing. And then, um, and, and then just as you get comfortable and life starts to become life, then it's like easier to like let it taper off. I mean, we were like having sex like multiple times a day and, and for like a very long time. It was like crazy. And um, like it was physically painful to be away from her. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. But then over time, it gets easier just to kind of be like lazy, say no. And so I feel like now I I was in a phase where she was like feeling just like not fulfilled. And then finally, thank God, communicated that to me. So I could be like, I don't want you to feel like that. So now we're working on like, I'm being like, I won't like say no but she's also like you need to initiate more too yeah 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 and I'm like okay I know fuck but like when you don't get horny it's really hard to think about initiating it right and so but that's something like I'm definitely working on it but like recently over the weekend we had sex Mm -hmm. and a couple times and um, I was I I was engaged with her Mm -hmm. the first time but the second time I oh sorry not to be graphic I got my period mm-hmm. I was wearing a tampon mm-hmm. um and I was like I don't feel sexy sure so like it's not for me it's not going to happen but for you let's get that let's get it going yeah and so we did and she was fine with it but like if I kept doing the oh it's I'm fine I'm yeah, fine with yeah, you yeah. I think eventually she would feel like it would go back to her not her her feeling unattractive unwanted yeah. crying so that okay I, so I have two points okay one when you're on your period try a diva cup. Because, no, 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 I'm telling you, they've changed my life. I thought I would never like it. I thought it was kind of gross. It is actually, it makes me feel really great about not uh, having to throw out so much cardboard and paper and shit down the toilet. Like, I, yeah, what if I don't care about that? (laughs) No, no, but also, like, you feel hotter because there's no string sticking out. Ugh, it's the worst. Um, There's less of a smell. Okay. It's, it's, uh, it's really changed things for me. Second thing is, I had a conversation with this guy, this guy, he's a very well-known sex therapist, and he wrote the book, She Comes First. Um, his name is Dr. Ian Kerner. And I, was, I know Dr. Ian Kerner. I worked with him forever. because fantastic. I worked at Cosmo Magazine Radio, and okay. he was their, like, sex expert forever. Yeah. So I know Dr. Yeah. Ian Kerner. So I was saying to him, I was like, yeah, it was really, it's really difficult because my boyfriend's sex drive is really much lower than mine, and I feel like I'm always initiating, and... The response isn't as like exciting as it used to be in the beginning. Like right. in the beginning, we used to just be fucking all the time. Yep. And he was like, there are some, uh, like uh, most people in relationships, there, uh, I forget what the terms were, but it's like there's instant arousal and then there's like um, responsive arousal. And in the beginning, we're all used to getting instant. Right. But then as you start dating for a really long time, more people have to go responsive. And so a lot of people will be like offended because it's not like boyoing immediately. It's more like boyoing, you know, like that it has to like ramp up. But like the fact that that is a normal thing for most people really took the pressure off of me and him because it was like now the response isn't he sees me and gets a boner. It's like Remy says she's horny. I don't even ask him to have sex. I get my toy. I I put it on. I go, can you hug me and kiss me while I do this? Right. Um, And then I come however many times I need. (laughs) And by the time that's finished, the kid's horny. Yeah. Even if he said before, I'm not ready. Maybe not. And I'm not telling you how to like trick people into fucking you. No, it's true. But when when somebody who loves you watches you come... 
most of the time they're going to get involved too. And then he pounds it out. And it's great. We both had sex. <laughs> <laughs> Muscle talk. Hi. Um, okay. I like this. Yeah. I'm actually, you have a very like safe way of talking about sex, which I really appreciate. Thanks. And I, it's truly a talent. I'm serious because I am the most like cringy, like blushy, like prudish person in the world. And I really, I feel like I just blushed from you giving me a compliment. Like I can, I can do sex, but I can't receive (laughs) compliments. I truly have never been able to be this open and honest about sex and like not feel like there's a lot of shame around sex for me. There always was. I was raised by parents who were, and I dead ass believe them virgins when they got married mm-hmm. they were 21 my mom was doing it because she's a good girl mm-hmm. and my dad was doing it because he wanted to marry her and so and, he was and a he, loser and he, no. he was a loser no he was um he, oh actually his dad or saying virgins aren't losers virginity is valid so, no i love a virgin it's a construct <laughs> <laughs> but he was terrified of getting a girl pregnant in high school because he was like somebody's family was like richard you know boston accent you're a star because he was a football player. You're a star. You're a star. You're handsome. You know, you're smart. You're you wicked smart. You definitely didn't have a car. You got no car. <laughs> you can't have a kid. <laughs> and they were like, um, you're a catch. And mm-hmm. someone's going to try to trap you. Because mm-hmm. that was the thing we talked about in 1970. Um, Trapping. Yep. And so he was like, any girl that wants to have sex with me is trying to trap me. So when even my mom, oh, mm-hmm. and she was like, I'm saving myself for Jesus. He was like, oh my God, she's not trying to trap me. I will yeah. marry her. She's um, trying to trap Jesus. <laughs> I feel you long game, baby. So anyway, that's how they got together. So I super believe that they were both virgins when they got married. Yeah. But they got married at 21. Yeah. Who isn't? You, I mean, were you a virgin at 21? I was not. But oh. my, I grew up, my mom has only slept with my dad. Um, but that's not true of the inverse. Like right. my dad started having sex when he was 15 because that was fine. That's what guys do. Right. And then even though my mom said that the way that she was raised wasn't right, I still felt, well, I want to be a good girl. Yep. My mom was a good girl. My dad probably likes her because she's untainted. Um, There's that word. But again, don't um, don't rule your life over some guy that may come along. Like, if you do you, and then somebody who likes you and respects you is still going to do that. Exactly. So, yeah, so this, there was shame with sex for that. And yeah. then also then coming out was so scary and so hard. And, you know, I mean, it truly ended up being a blessing in disguise. Um, but I did not foresee this for my future. Like, yeah. late in life lesbian, like, no fucking way. If somebody told me that that was my future, I'd be like, you are insane. See, if somebody had told me, I would have been like, I know. Because uh, <laughs> I used to, like, literally pray. Like, in uh, in health class, I remember somebody once said, it's harder for gay people. Like life is harder for gay people. Blanket statement. It is. And I said, I I, I will say I live it. It doesn't I, have true. to be because it's that's all about external people being judgmental. Well, and it shit. depends if you are in a position where you can financially truly yeah. live in a place where yeah. you are accepted. Yeah. It, it's fucking great. It's great. Actually, it can be quite advantageous. Yes. Um, but if you like traveling around. You know, sometimes with my girlfriend, I'll Google gay friendly. Mm. And like, if, if a place isn't gay friendly, like we won't visit there. That's the totally. scary stuff. No, no, no. It, it is definitely, I wish it didn't have to be, but yeah. it, it was just the way that it was said. It wasn't like, unfortunately, some people are really closed-minded and that makes life. It was like, life is harder for gay people. Right. And so I'm sitting in class going, please don't make me gay. Please don't make me gay. I know I'm gay. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, but I know I like guys too. Kind of lean real hard into that. Well, I thought I was going to get impregnated by God because 
duh. Yeah. And then my mom wouldn't believe me. And then I'd be like the Virgin Mary, but like with a scarlet A and nobody would believe me. Uh, but secretly I was also having sex with my boyfriend and was totally terrified I'd get pregnant. So do you So that was my plan was to pretend like I was like the like second coming of the Virgin Mary. Mm-hmm. Do you, do, do you, <laughs> and honestly, now I question Mary. I do too. <laughs> hey, believe women, but not all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Please don't cancel me. Can you imagine? Um, God impregnated me. God, like, <laughs> yeah, I was hanging out with a few guys, but then I went home and God impregnated me. <laughs> and poor sweet Joseph, he's like, yeah. so like, Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. He's like, I believe that there is a son of God in your belly that is not mine. Yeah, it wasn't the Nazareth football team. (laughs) (laughs) We're in trouble. Sorry, guys. I'm Catholic. I'm allowed to do this. I'm not. I taught CCD. But as you said, Jesus was a king and a Jew. You got it, girl. So... Um, so you have to come back on because I, I kind of feel like we just scratched the surface and I, I do have like so many questions. I know. Um, but we are running out of time. Um, but you are just, a, what a delight and a treat. Oh, you're a delight. This is crazy. And thank you I for- I usually never like anyone. No, oh kidding. my God, same. <laughs> no, that's a lie. I really yeah. like everybody. Yeah. But I don't want that to diminish my no, love no, no, for no. you. No, 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 doesn't diminish my love for you. <laughs> I'm a golden retriever. Yeah. Oh, I'm, just, a, I'm a cat. Okay, you show your butthole. That's why your boyfriend wants to lick it. Yeah. Stop showing it. I'm showing that butthole. Off. We got to get you one of those little, uh, the like little butthole jack ne- necklaces. Traps. Yeah, that like hides it. And it's like bedazzled. Yeah. And it has like a locket on it that reminds him <laughs> of his mom. I don't know. I don't know. What am I doing? Remy, you're a dream. You really are a gift from uh, the sex gods above. And I think you're actually going to help me. You might be the first person ever in the history yeah. of me working. This is like 15 year journey of working with Cosmopolitan Magazine. Why they hired me, I will never know. I could not have been a worse representative you of female a, sexual empowerment. I have one of the first sexcellence awards from Cosmo because of the podcast. So yes, I can help you. Okay, so you are going to be my, my sexual spirit guide. And I love a project, so let's I'm go. I'm a project and a yeah. half. Um, this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. I know, I'm excited. Me too. Uh, you guys make sure to follow Remy on Instagram. It's Remy Casimir, R-E-M-Y-K-A-S-S-I-M-I-R. Also listen to her podcast, How Come Podcast. And uh, anything else that I'm overlooking? Uh, if you guys like reality TV, and I think some of you might, uh-huh. uh, I have another podcast called We Really Love Island, where I recap the British reality phenomenon, Love Island, ha, ha, ha! with my American friends and we teach you British uh, terms that they use in the episodes and we talk about like what, why what everyone doing is wrong and muggy. Uh, and it's real fun. We really love Ireland. Uh, Remy, thank you so much. Thank you. You guys, make sure to please follow me as well on Instagram at Taylor Strecker. Also, share this podcast with your friends. I mean, this one, yeah. they're always shareable, but this is a real share. Uh, okay. I think we learned a lot. We laughed a lot. Yeah. We inspired. Maybe we'll have lunch after this. I'm excited. I mean, I would love to, but I can't. Fuck. Okay. (laughs) I just got turned down on air. Uh, You guys, thanks for having me. And make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And that's it for us this week on Taste of Taylor. Be back next week. Bye, girl. Bye. That was amazing. Amazing.